Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. With everything going on in the world, we certainly need to be creative. People are getting fatigued by being on online meetings, virtual meetings, virtual discussions, virtual trainings. And everybody's going to this virtual world. And I think one of the mistakes we make in the training industry and in the learning and development industry is we tend to throw technology, we tend to throw certain items at solutions when in fact we have to get back to, to a certain extent, the people factor. Now that is not to say our industry neglects that because we certainly do not. Yet with that being said, I think we have to also go back to some really creative yet fundamental ideas of how we can go about implementing very creative, strategic, thoughtful training and coaching solutions that really facilitate talent development and retention. Now, with everybody going virtual, and everybody is going virtual, we hear the term all the time, the new normal, unprecedented times. And everybody's taking what they used to do in the classroom and are certainly bringing it to this more online virtual world. Now, with that being said, we have employees who are working at home. So why do we need to do this? Again, there is online fatigue. Studies are already coming out talking about the online fatigue. People are getting exhausted looking at their computer. There is research that shows why. Number two, I think there's an element of us missing human connection. One of our clients who was told to work at home, started to slowly bring people back and they're staggering people and staggering floors and certainly staggering interactions. And you could hear the difference in people's voices. So we have a whole mental health aspect coming into play. So what do we do? How do we get people learning? And more importantly, when we think about learning, I also think about accountability. How do we even know they're doing it? Now, let me share this. During this crisis, we have people who are doing things like virtual learnings, virtual trainings, virtual meetings. That has a mental fatigue. Yet, we also know during this crisis, we have some mental health issues, fear, anxiety, and stress. So when you combine those, when you combine fatigue and stress and anxiety, that's a pretty wicked combination. Now, I think there's still a blended approach. The blended approach is just a new approach. So think about this for a second. Think about some creative training and learning and coaching strategies that will help offset stress, help offset fatigue, could potentially create greater collaboration and connection with humans, and maybe even fuel the mind successfully. So how do we go about doing that? Now, we're going to discuss four very, very creative, yet very simple training and learning and coaching strategies that are really woven together. First, 
This is called book and post. Let me explain. You get a book, you read a chapter, and you post. It's that simple. Now, where do we post? Slack, Microsoft Teams, shared drives, whatever the case might be, but typically something like Microsoft Teams or Slack. Now, how do we go about leveraging this thing called book and post? We have a client who's actually using the Chicken Soup books, the Inspirational Stories by Mark Victor Hansen. And what we ask people to do is read a chapter, and their chapters are pretty short, and everybody posts something into their Microsoft Teams channel. Now, that's the learning part, right? The reading is the learning part. And then when we think about the accountability part, we're asking them to share, what did you learn? Here's the big one. What have you applied as a result of reading that chapter to your day-to-day -day work successfully? Now think about that. How often have we been in book clubs or we read a chapter and we share our insights, typically our opinions? What if we had people actually share not only what they learned, what they learned about themselves they're committed to improving? That's a big question. And then third, what have they successfully applied to their work as a result of that specific chapter? Now, it seems so trite. It seems so simple. Think about this for a second. When you see your teammates posting in Microsoft Teams and you see somebody saying, I'm having success, I applied this, here's a great experience I just had. Are you honestly going to say you didn't have time to read that chapter? Are you honestly going to, as an employee, say, this is dumb, I don't want to do it? See, what happens with accountability is people will go with the crowd. We just have to create a positive crowd. Then when I think about learning and I think about accountability, I think about the third step, and that is reflection. When people are done with books or maybe every four chapters, we give people a reflective activity, something they can do on their own time where they're just sharing how they're feeling, what they've learned, what they're committed to improving, what help they might need from their manager or their peers. Again, what I just shared very simple. So think about a book and then having people be assigned a chapter a week or whatever the case might be and have them post. What are they posting? They're actually posting responses to coaching questions. What have you learned? What have you learned about yourself you're committed to improving? What actions are you going to successfully take as a result of that particular chapter? Now, you can do the same thing with video. You can do it with an article. You can do it with really just about any type of medium. Now, the other thing that we have a client doing is reading The Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. I'm a huge fan of his work. And we have people reading chapters. And it's a very simple read. And we're having people share in their channels, in this case Slack, sharing what they learned, what they've learned about themselves, they're committed to improving, and a specific action that they're going to take. And then last, here's the big one. 
a positive observation of a teammate who they feel has gone above and beyond the call of duty. Now, there's a little kumbaya there, but think about that. If you go into your Slack channel and Joanne says, I think Bill does a great job. I've heard wonderful things from customers. I think he's an awesome teammate and he's always there for me. Are you really going to say, this is dumb. I don't have time for this. See, what happens is we tend to roll out training. We tend to roll out learning. And training and learning departments have done phenomenal jobs for decades. The challenge has always been the application, the reinforcement. There may never be a better time to start that right now. It's the application part. It's the posting. It's the sharing. And it's structuring. What have you learned? And how do we ask that? We ask it through the art of coaching questions. That technique is called book and post. Now, the second element is something called journal-based coaching. Now, journal-based coaching can really take on a different form at a variety of different levels. Let me explain. We have some clients who actually journal answers to six consistent questions every single month, such as, What's one thing you've done this month you're really proud of? What's another thing you've done that you feel like you need additional assistance? What's a positive observation of a teammate? What are two things you've done above and beyond the call of duty that you're really proud of? There's no learning resource. There's no learning tool per se, except having people draw upon their experiences and share it. Now, what we've done here at Progress Coaching, we've built a whole product line called Journal-Based Coaching. Journal-based coaching for being a great teammate, for becoming highly motivated, owning a positive attitude. And what we do is every single week, for 12 weeks, we provide a lesson. And people will click on that link, that lesson link, and there will be a lesson germane to the topic, whether it's teamwork, attitude, motivation, or what have you. Here's the cool thing. We embed those into an interactive PDF. What's really cool once we put it there, the PDF, the journal, the interactive PDF becomes the absolute tool that people turn in as the accountability assignment. They're literally typing in to a PDF form what they've learned, what they've successfully applied as a result of the lesson, what they've learned about themselves, what steps they're going to take going forward. And literally the PDF, this interactive PDF becomes the learning tool and the accountability tool. Now here's the other part. Remember at the beginning we talked about mental health. Journaling has been proven to reduce stress. When people journal, they somewhat let go of their stresses and their anxieties. So when we journal we also have a repository of what we need to reflect upon. We have some organizations that actually monogram, literally put names on each journal for every one of their employees. They take it that seriously because they see the results as a result of this thing called journal-based coaching. What are you journaling? You're journaling responses to either questions or questions in some form of a learning tool. 
whether it be a link, a YouTube video, an article. So when people journal, they now have something they can share. Let me give you another example. We have a manufacturing client who literally has handwritten journals. People right in the shop floor are journaling. And every quarter they have to go before a leadership committee and share what they've learned, what they've learned about themselves. And what we do is we tell them, this is your time to shine. This is your time to share and show what you're about and who you are like and what you're committed to doing. We're giving them an audience for self-promotion without them having to promote themselves. We've noticed a huge difference in the culture. That's called journal-based coaching. Now, we've talked about two strategies so far, book and post and journal-based coaching. Now, think about that for a second. Think about that. No virtual sessions, no Zoom meetings, no fatigue, and we're fueling the mind of each person. Positively, we're asking coaching questions that they journal or that they write down or post. And then we give them time to reflect, which is awesome for mental health. Now, the third technique is called digital coaching. Short one to three minute lessons that are germane to a topic. At Progress Coaching, we've built a whole product line called Digital Coaching Series for employees. How to be a great teammate. How to go above and beyond the call of duty. How to become self-motivated. How to become a great communicator. And what we're doing is we're sending them lessons. And in the lesson, we're asking them coaching questions. We're asking them, what did you learn? And more importantly, what specific steps are you going to take going forward? And it's just a digital link. We custom build them for clients as well. The reason I share that with you isn't to sell you, but to show you that there are creative ways to facilitate training, learning, and coaching all woven in one. So people can have less stress, less fatigue, greater collaboration, fueling of the mind for positive health, mental health. Digital coaching is something you can send out every week, two to three minutes. And what we do is we give them what is called an accountability activity sheet. It's one sheet of paper. It's an interactive PDF. They literally fill in what they've learned and they're answering what? Coaching questions. They turn it in. That whole process I just talked about is roughly seven to eight minutes. Last, this is going to seem so corny and so trite. I want to share this with you. And this will be something that you'll look at and you'll think, does that really work? Does it really have an impact? And it's called quote and reflect. We literally have a number of clients doing this right now. And what we send out every single week is an inspirational, motivational quote, quoting somebody. And we use some of these services where they provide you the quotes and the copyrights. And what's really cool is we give them quotes. And what they do with the quote is they do a couple fundamental things. We ask them, what does the quote mean to you? How will you use the quote going forward positively? And what actions or steps might you take as a result of reading this quote? 
And the quotes could be about motivation, teamwork, random acts of kindness, whatever it might be. We actually have a number of organizations that are doing this now and saying, we're noticing a difference. Now think about that activity. We give them an accountability activity sheet. We send out a quote every Monday, which takes less than 20 seconds to read. And we're steering, we're framing, we're positioning minds to move forward positively. One CEO from a credit union literally said, I didn't know if this was going to work. The results are awesome. They are facilitating great conversations, which leads into the next part of this podcast. What you're doing and what we're suggesting you do is facilitate training, learning, and coaching together, woven into one. So what this CEO does is he sends out a quote. He has people reflect and write what the quote meant to them. And then they have a discussion. And what he does is he goes into coaching mode. He said, how do we use quotes like this? In terms of what this quote meant to you, how can you take that into the workplace? How do you use this quote to help your teammates? How do we use these quotes to create a great experience for our customers? That's what he's doing. So again, whether it's book and post, journal-based coaching, digital coaching, or quote and reflect, which are one of many, many, many methods that we teach, can facilitate dialogue, whether it be one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting. Here's the cool thing. Book and post, no online meetings are required. Journal-based coaching, no online meetings are required. Digital coaching, no online meetings are required. Quote and reflect strategy. No online meetings are required. Now, I want to be very clear. I am not against virtual meetings. By the way, I love Zoom. I use it all the time. Yet, if we go 100% virtual, if we fatigue people, combined with the stress and the anxiety and the fatigue, guess what's going to happen? We're going to wear people down. We now have a wonderful opportunity to strategically, strategically, fuel the minds of our employees positively. Why? One of the things that we're hearing during this crisis from many organizations is I'm getting a lot more done. I didn't think I'd be this productive at home. And I think at the foundation of what we've heard from many companies and certainly research that's online is I'm not getting interruptions during the day. I can just do my job, which leads me to the following. People have time. So when you get people reading a book and posting positive thoughts, if you get somebody journaling and framing out action steps to move forward, if you use digital lessons that are non-work interruptive of two to five minutes and you get them to fill out accountability sheets, you know people are learning. There's total accountability. And if you just use something called quotes, think about that just for a second, just using quotes and having people reflect what will that do to anxiety and stress and mental health? Now, what I'm about to say might come off really crass, and I'm going to apologize now. I hate the pandemic crisis. I think we all do. Yet what I love that it's prompted is to bring the value of training and learning and certainly our area of expertise, coaching, to the forefront. 
finally, 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 the people are being brought to the forefront. How are they feeling? How are they working at home? Are they okay with the interruptions? What's the stress level like? And I had one client literally say to me, we want you to joke around during your virtual workshop. People are stressed. We need your humor. Now, I never thought anyone would ask for my humor. Now, I'm making a joke, but the point being, these are stressful times. This is prompting an industry that I think at some time a while ago has been kind of relegated to the side. We all in the training and human resource field know when times get tough, sometimes we're the first ones to go. Something different is occurring right now. Training and learning and coaching is leapfrogging so many initiatives, so many business imperatives and getting to the forefront. So the four strategies again, start some non-virtual training, learning and coaching. Use book and post. Use journal-based coaching. Create your own digital coaching series. Use positive quotes and get people active and accountable in the process of sharing their insights, their learnings, what they've learned about themselves, and more importantly, the steps that are going to take going forward. While I hate the pandemic crisis, what I love that it's finally done is illustrated the value of an industry that has done a great job for decades. And we've always in our industry been about the people. I'm not so sure every company has been about the people. Yet that's changing. And this allows us to do some really creative things that maybe we've never done before. So in a weird way, the time right now is ours. I hate what's caused it, yet I love the opportunity that it's creating for all of us. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.